Welcome to this week's episode of the Defaba podcast with me, your host, Dr. Lillian Kerubo, a pediatrician and behavior enthusiast. We continue with our series on non-violent ways of behavior modification. And basically, these are ways of uh, bringing our children up without having to resort to violence, especially when their behaviors are unacceptable. So this week, we are going to talk about a tactic called natural consequences. One of the most powerful ways of modifying child behavior is by allowing them to learn by seeing the natural progression of their actions. This is just like how we learn as adults. For example, if you um, wake up late and you miss your train or you miss your taxi and you get to work late and you get reprimanded by your boss, you learn to wake up early the next day because you suffered the consequence of waking up late. And sometimes we need to allow children to also learn through this method. This applies to behaviors that are repetitive. They are largely not harmful, but they're not in the best interest of the child. In the English dictionary, a consequence is defined as a result or an effect, and typically one that is unwelcome or unpleasant. For example, a child may have the repetitive behavior of switching off the TV when they are upset. Uh, FYI, this was my daughter a few months ago. <laughs> she would get upset and then we would all be watching TV. So she would just stand up, film and then go and turn off the TV. And of course, this used to inconvenience the rest of us as, the, as a family because we would all be watching whatever is on the TV. So initially, of course, our immediate reaction was to be like, why did you do that? We were watching and then one of us would turn it back on. However, uh, we quickly realized that um, she's not learning the lesson that she doesn't she doesn't need to switch off the TV for the rest of us if she's upset. So although this behavior was inconveniencing the rest of the family, we decided to let her uh, suffer the consequences of a, an off TV, which is that she doesn't get to watch her show. She doesn't get to watch what she would like to watch. And so she quickly learned that when the TV is off, she also doesn't get to watch it. And so she had, we had, she had to find another way of expressing uh, her feelings. Another example is a child who repeat, repetitively refuses to share their toys or take turns. More often than not, the other children will shy off from sharing their toys too, because most human beings like a reciprocal type of uh, relationship where if I share my toys, you share your toys too. If I wait for you to have your turn, then please also wait for me to have my turn. So most parents would resort to uh, still uh, force the other children to still play with this child or to still, you know, wait their turn for this other child who's not sharing. But that is not benefiting this child because this child needs to learn how to share and how to take turns and how to be patient with other people. So the natural consequence is to allow for this child to feel what it is when other children do not also want to share or do not also want to wait for uh, to wait for him or her to do their turn before they can do theirs so that they can experience um, the feeling of not being in the circle. And that may work to, uh, to sensitize him or her on how important it is to share or to wait their turns. So this is how to apply this technique effectively. So number one, as with all other methods, you have to make the child understand why their behavior is unacceptable. 
And remember, all children are at different stages in their development and therefore at different stages in their understanding. There are children who you will simply explain it to them orally and they will get it. There are children who you may need to use pictures, for example, children in the spectrum. There are children who may understand using music. There are children who may understand using sign language if their, their hearing is affected. So make sure your child understands that the behavior they are manifesting is unacceptable, first of all. Once the child has understood that, then give an alternative behavior. For example, for my daughter who was switching off the TV when they are upset, the alternative behavior was to take a few breaths and explain to us what exactly is upsetting her. So you have to uh, give an alternative before you institute the natural consequence. Other alternatives can be um, a paper and pen so that they can draw what it is they are feeling or you know, uh, express what it is that they would like. And then once they have understood the process, then you can apply the natural consequence progression when that behavior manifests itself again. Please remember that some natural consequences should not be applied because they are harmful for the child. For example, a child who insists on playing with fire, you cannot let natural consequences apply. Although the child will learn, the child may end up uh, getting seriously burnt or hurt. Or a child who insists on doing some dangerous activity like playing with the sockets or um, playing with the toilet water. You don't wait for the natural consequence of disease or harm for them to learn. You will have to use another tactic like removal uh, for them to uh, learn. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Till next time. Bye bye.